The Edge of the World broadcast may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Overseer? Codename for the director of the project. Right, and the reset. Think of it like this. A project hits the wall, everyone takes a step back, they reevaluate the situation, find an issue, and then start again from that point. Does that happen a lot? When you deal with as many departments, staff, and complicated issues, and tech with something as large as this facility, yeah. Word around the water cooler is it happened a lot. Okay, and Omega Protocol? Look. How many times do I have to explain this? I don't know. You work there. How could you not? Look, asshole. Just because I work there doesn't mean I can give you an info dump anytime you want to know something. Work with me here. Let's try this. Fine. Each department was segregated. No real contact between employees of separate groups outside of their handler. Which is just a fancy way of saying middle management... Their job was to be the go-between for the needs of their respective departments. The handlers go to the board, the board handles those issues, gives out new marching orders, they go back to the handlers who give it to the staff. And at the top? The overseer. The one with all the cards. The one who calls the shot. Completely anonymous and technically doesn't even exist. Wow, that sounds, one, shady as hell and two, unnecessarily difficult. It's the U.S. government off-the-books program. They literally came up with the term. And what? The overseer? No name? No nothing? No one saw him? Nope. Never. What the hell for? Do you know anything about a firing squad? I beg your pardon? Look, you have five men lined up to take the shot, four of them shooting blanks, and one has a live round. Yeah? The concept is to alleviate guilt and PTSD. No one knows who made the kill shot. The position of overseer is a lot like that. You have the title of a man on top calling the shots, so if your research goes a little questionable in the morals department... Then you can use the excuse of I was only following orders. Yep. That... that's fucked up. It's the federal government. It's on brand. Overseer, the board, handlers, what in the fuck is this utter nonsense? How is this even possible, and how mind-numbingly illegal was this? I know very, very little, but what I do know breaks pretty much every single law on the books. And by the time the panic hit, almost every single one of the handlers had been through the process of being phased out anyway. I beg your pardon? Yeah, they had been deemed... An unnecessary expense, and highly inefficient. Oh yeah, because the whole model so far has been the picture of smooth sailing. Yeah, the new AI program had pretty much taken over the requests and issues from the team members and worked it in such a way that it went directly to the board. Super efficient. Um, I'm sorry, did, did you just say AI? Yeah. Like, open the pod bay door, Hal. Jarvis, Ultra, shall we play a game? Not that advanced. Self-awareness wasn't in the cards, but imagine a version of Alexa 
just a little more souped up. Jesus Christ, what, what else did they have going on there? Should I mention the rumors of nanotechnology, or is that going to be a bit much? I just, they what? What? No, no. Mm, let's try this again. So what does this all fucking mean? We have a couple of options. Number one, the revs are getting smarter, which if you think about it, makes sense. How? Honestly, it's evolution. They're working their way to becoming a part of the natural order, growing smarter, hunting better, maintaining their new spot in the pecking order. God damn it, that's fairly fucking frightening. And two, he said Omega Protocol activated. That's a complex statement. It shows a level of intelligence about plans that were pre-event, which is troubling. How so? I mean, beyond the fucking obvious. It means that either the Revs are regaining their intelligence and memories of themselves pre-infection, or, now this is a long shot, there might be someone alive at the facility and they've found a way to control them. Where the fuck did that come from? I mean, you went from, it might be simple evolution, to someone has weaponized the revenants. That's a giant fucking leap. They made a virus that turned people into flesh-eating monsters. They were working with highly advanced AI, and I mentioned nanotechnology earlier. At this point, with everything that was going on here, it's a long shot, but it's still in the realm of possibility. Well, I, well, I mean, yeah. All I'm saying is... What was that? Holy shit! What? The laptop! You got it working again? Yeah, no thanks to you. Cheap fucking shot. Well, <clears throat> let's see what we've got. The Edge of the World Broadcast, Season 2, Episode 3, The Facts So Far, was performed by Joel Mingle and Katie Hammond, and written by Joel Mingle. Today's music was composed by Raphael Crux and Scott Buckley, you can find Raphael's music at freepd.com, and Scott Buckley's music can be found at scottbuckley.com.au. The Edge of the World broadcast is a bi-weekly podcast, and like all podcasts, we need you to share, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts at. It really helps with the exposure of the show. Thoughts? Comments? Complaints? Feel free to contact us at edgeoftheworldcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at EdgeWorldCast. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, stay safe.